the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Nuestro deber internacionalista. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. I am the black man. I am he. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. And then I got my uh, sidekick, John, who uh, puts a smile on my face on a regular basis. And you know what? We all need a smile on our face every once in a while. You know, uh, uh, it is uh, scientifically proven that a smile releases helpful hormones. Uh, a smile is hello in many different languages. I've been blessed to travel the world. I've been to China, I've been to Russia, I've been to the Middle East, uh, and, uh, you know, foreign lands where I don't speak the language. And in China, depending on what province we're in, it was actually a different language. And uh, But one thing I learned a long time ago, uh, a smile uh, is hello uh, in any language, whether you're in China or Russia, whether you're in Thailand or Switzerland, uh, whether you're in Europe, uh, a smile. And, you know, one thing I've noticed, and this was, this was uh, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, all my travels, I haven't traveled for a while, uh, was in India about eight years ago, but that was the last time I, I traveled internationally beyond uh, Mexico. But one thing I noticed a lot is most people don't make eye contact with us. You know, people uh, are lonely. Uh, people are insecure. Uh, there's a lot of shame. Uh, there's a lot of fear. Uh, and, you know, it starts when we're young, you know, depending on just I'm American, so I can only go by on my experience. But, you know, as a little kid, we're in school and a teacher uh, asks a question and uh, uh, you raise your hand because you believe you know the answer. Uh, and then she calls on you stand up or you say the answer and it's wrong. And everybody laughs at you. And then you say to yourself, wow, that's humiliating. That's embarrassing. Uh, I'll never do that again. Uh, and see, what happens over time is we stop speaking up. Uh, we stop stepping up. We stop stepping out uh, because we all have a wall called wanting to be liked. You know, in, in my leadership training that you can read about at likeitmatters.net, uh, on the second night of the training, I go into the 20 most common blocks to leadership. The 20 most common blocks to leadership. And there's 20 of them, of course, because it's the 20 most common blocks to leadership, right? Who's Who's buried in Grant's tomb, right? Uh, and uh, I go through each one and I explain it. Uh, and then I go to this one called wanting to be liked. And what I say when I cover that wall called wanting to be liked, and I say it is a wall that every single human being possesses. Uh, for some of us, it is a garden wall. Uh, for some out there, it is the great wall that can be seen from outer space. And... Today's show is going to be a little adapted. 
if you follow social media, if you follow my post on, on what the show is going to be, uh, uh, um, good, bad, Kendall Qualls, president of Take Charge, uh, an organization that strives to unite Americans regardless of background toward a shared history and common set of beliefs. They celebrate the idea of American dream and encouraging people to work hard to achieve it. It's a concept called meritocracy. Uh, Mr. Qualls will not be joining us. He texted me about 10 minutes ago. It was an emergency. He had to head to the ER. So uh, uh, my thoughts and prayers are Mr. Qualls, uh, and we look forward to him joining us. But you know what's so cool about uh, what I do on the radio, and I really love doing the radio, is it, it causes me to be under construction. It causes me to step outside of my box to push my creative envelope. You know, I have to come up with an hour of content uh, every day, technically five days a week. And so, uh, believe it or not, creating content, new content uh, every day is a challenge. Uh, then I do a bi-weekly podcast. That if you listen to podcasts, you can go to, um, if you go listen to podcasts, just search Living Life Like It Matters. Living Life Like It Matters. I, I release a new podcast uh, every Monday. And every Thursday, Mondays are story time with Mr. Black. Highly recommend it. It's a short story, a pithy story that I tie in a moral, you know, a little Aesop's fable of the, of the new generation, if you will, a story and then some learnings about that story and some background music. John and I kind of came up with the idea a while back, and now we've actually made it a separate section, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, fireplace music. You know, you can hear the crackling of the fire. I, I feel like I'm putting on my smoking jacket and, and pulling up that regal chair and putting on my British accent and sticking the pipe in my mouth, and it's story time with Mr. Black. You know, so that's uh, that's Mondays, and then Thursdays, uh, full uh, podcast. You know, an hour uh, episode. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, uh, it is a regurgitated radio show that I add content to. Uh, and so uh, Mondays, highly recommend. Uh, it's about this Japanese lieutenant called uh, Hinoshi. I think uh, Hinoshi uh, is the proper pronunciation. Yeah, they go, my Japanese warrior there, right? Uh, and uh, great story, great story. Uh, and then tomorrow's show uh, podcast uh, will be the standard, where I did an interview with a, a friend, uh, uh, a church I go to, the senior pastor, Shane Gray, uh, about the standard called the Bible. And should you believe it? Is it real? How do you know? Uh, is it worth the read? All that stuff. And so that's tomorrow. We highly recommend it. But uh, today's show is getting ready uh, for Mr. Qualls. And so I started doing a little bit of research. And so today's show, instead of having my, my friend and this good man who I've heard so much about join us, uh, I'm going to be going off of some stuff I found as I was prepping uh, for my radio show, which is I love this. And first of all, I want to share a story. You know, it's, I, I love little stories because it's a, it's a cool way to learn. You know, there's a, the book out there, I don't remember the writer's name, called Tell Me a Story. And it talks about how the brain processes stories. Remember, the, the Bible for a long time was passed on at campfires as stories. You know, I believe when Muhammad was writing the Quran, uh, that what he got, he's got stories. He went to the people of the way, uh, Christians. He went to the Jews. And he, he got stories from them that they would pass on that later became the Bible. And I believe that uh, Muhammad basically uh, wrote down those stories. And if you know anything about the crown, and I study it, uh, I, I talk all the time. So I want to be able to connect with my Muslim brothers and sisters or 
cousins, nieces, nephew, whatever you want to call them, whatever the familiar relationship is. Uh, so I can talk about Isa because uh, Jesus is all through the Quran. There's 94 verses in the Quran uh, about uh, Jesus, the Messiah, Isa al-Messiah, uh, and uh, says some great things about Jesus. So I can talk to them about that. And 70% of the Quran, people don't know this, is from the Bible, 70%. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and no offense intended, about 30% of it, some really uh, wacky stuff. It's just, um, <gasps> I don't know. Yeah, it is. Sorry, I don't mean to offend anybody. Some people can read the Bible and say you? the same thing. I mean, there's a talking donkey in the Bible. Uh, there's a talking eagle. Uh, you know, there's a, a, a virgin birth, right? There's a, 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 not Pinocchio, but there was a guy named, right, Jonah, who spent three days in the belly of a large fish. It's technically not a well. It's technically proper translation is a large fish. Uh, but so, and I, and I believe every word of that. And so uh, I just want you to know, uh, I, I love to study. And uh, so now where I was told two minutes, I'm not going to be able to share the story. I'll share it at the beginning. But, you know, leadership's a loop. Permission, example, culture, PC, flex your pecs. And this is why people like Kendall Qualls, people like Scott Black, uh, people uh, like Adrian Lyles, uh, people, uh, Michael Pellegrino, that I have on this radio show, there are people that are willing to stand up, to speak up. You know, right now we live in a time where if you don't agree with group think, shut up, sit down, go to the back of the bus, put a, uh, put a mask on, put a blindfold on, get, get a jab in the arm, go to the back of the room, stay in your house, right? If you don't agree with the group, then shut the blank up, right? I mean, that's today's language. That's today's lingo, right? Uh, and you know what's happened is good people refuse to shut up. And today we're going to talk about that. You know, this word called demagogue. What is a demagogue? And it's uh, not to be confused with demigod, although I think a lot of people have become demigods with their demagoguery. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about what's going on and, and what difference it makes. Not to complain, uh, not to just add another negativity to your day, but to show you that you matter, to show you that you make a difference. To ask that question that we asked on, on Monday Storytime with Mr. Black, if not you, then who? And if not now, then when? I am Black, and we'll be right back. This is the most fantastic story I've ever heard. And every word of it's true, too. That's the fantastic part of it. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. 
Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. This is Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Yes, I am. I am black, and you are back to Like It Matters Radio. This is your hour of power where we all get to be under construction. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And today, I apologize if you followed on social media and all that. We were supposed to have Mr. Kendall Qualls, uh, president of Take Charge. Uh, Kendall had an emergency. Uh, Keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Not sure what's going on, but... uh, He's at the emergency room for a family situation. So he'll be joining us uh, at some point in the near future, but keep him in your thoughts and prayers. So today, we're still going to talk about Take Charge, but it's just going to be me and you and the reality of the world we live in. You know, I was going to share a story before the break, and I got a little verbose, a little wordy. John knows me well, knows I get to be verbose a lot, get to be wordy a lot. Uh, Hopefully it's not verbal vomit. I hope that's not what you guys think about it. But it is very verbose uh, for sure. So, you know, we all know the the persona behind the multinational fast food uh, place called KFC, right? Colonel Sanders, got love me some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Got to be honest with you, Popeye's gives it a good run, though. Man, I love me some Popeye's Chicken. And a little side note, I was driving, uh, where was I driving? North Carolina to do a class. And I think we were in Mississippi or in Louisiana, not sure, one of those two as I was driving from Texas to uh, North Carolina. And it was probably 11.30, 12, maybe probably 11, 11.30. And I stopped at a Popeye's, and I'm pretty sure it was Louisiana. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, and I've eaten a lot of chicken in my life, and I've eaten a lot of fried chicken in my life, and I'm talking fast food fried chicken. I have never, ever, 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 ever had a better piece of chicken than that Popeye's that I stopped in Louisiana. I'm serious. 
Uh, I, I wanted to tell the world about it. I bit into a breast of chicken. I was in a bucket. I bought like an eight-piece or six-piece bucket. It was by a big bucket, so I have chicken for later. Uh, and as I'm biting into it, I mean, I'm soaking my shirt. I mean, there is juice dripping out of it. Not juice because it's uncooked. Not juice because it's a grease-soaked. Yeah, no, not that kind of grease. Not the Fat Albert grease. I'm talking about juice. Right on. Uh, and to the, yeah, to this day, best piece of chicken I ever had in my life. But now I digress. So, so let's talk about Colonel Sanders. One of the four most amazing aspects of Colonel Sanders' life is the incontrovertible fact that when he reached the age of 65, ready for this? 65. I'm 56, just turned 56, so I got nine more years uh, before I turn 65. But after the age of 65, after running a restaurant for several years, Harlan Sanders found himself penniless. Isn't that amazing? I mean, he'd worked all his life. He'd run restaurants. He had a great chicken recipe. He had five dollars to his name. Technically, his Social Security check was $105, which was just the start of his international fame. So he had to get a $105 uh, check from Social Security to realize, holy crap, Batman, uh, I ain't going to make it on this. So Colonel Sanders, a fellow who loved sharing his fried chicken recipe, he had tons of positive influence from those that tasted the chicken. Now he was retired. He's up in age. He's broke. And so he chose to sell his new chicken recipe to the planet. That's when he figured, I'll make some money. So with little means at his disposal, he traveled door to door. Can you believe this? He went house to house like a full a fuller brush. Remember those people, the, the vacuum salesman, the Amway used to do that, right? Go door to door and knock on your door. That's how Colonel Sanders started figuring he's going to have to make money. So I'll take my chicken recipe and I'll go door to door. From houses to restaurants, everywhere in the local area, he needed money. He needed a partner. He needed someone to believe in him. And so with someone uh, by his side, he figured he could promote his fried chicken recipe. Needless to mention, he was met with little enthusiasm. It's just food. It's just chicken. Everybody makes chicken, Harlan. No big deal. So Colonel Sanders started traveling by car to different restaurants and actually cooked his fried chicken recipe on the spot for the restaurant owners. He figured if the owner liked the chicken, they might enter into a handshake agreement to sell the colonel's chicken. Legend has it, now I don't know if this is true or not, but legend has it, that before having his first yes, you ready for this? This is the number, I'm going to share it with you. He had 1,009 no's. 1009. Now that reminds you of the Thomas Edison thing, right? I don't know if it's 1000, I don't know if it's 10,000 because I've heard both things that Thomas Edison either got 10,000 or 1000 failures before he finally invented the incandescent light bulb. So Colonel Sanders, same thing. 1009 knows. Now I don't know about you, but maybe after I've got 10 or maybe 20 or maybe 30 or maybe 100 or maybe 250, or maybe 500, anybody get it? I would do something like this. You know, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. You know, I'm, 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 it's too rough. It's too tough. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this. Maybe this isn't God's will for me. Let's be honest. You'd say the same thing. So Colonel, ahead of his KF, first KFC store, the deal that for every piece of chicken the restaurant sold, Sanders would receive a nickel. See, that's his original deal. When he finally got his first KFC store, the deal was for every piece of chicken 
that the restaurant sold, Sanders would get a nickel. Now, again, you got one restaurant. You got five cents for a piece of chicken that goes to you. Remember, he had $105 at 65, had no money. He gets a 1,000 no's and then finally gets his first, quote, restaurant. And what's his payoff? A nickel for every piece of chicken. Yeah, that you sell. You get my point? I would still say, uh, most people say, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. Maybe this is not God's will for my life, right? The restaurant would receive packets of Colonel's secret herbs and spices so as to avoid knowing the recipe. Isn't that amazing? So he actually wouldn't even he'd either make it there or then once he got the deal, then he would actually prepackage the seasoning so that no one knew, kept a secret. Isn't that amazing? In the year 1964, ready for this? He had 600 franchises. That's incredible. 600 franchises. At this point, he figured, okay, it's going well now. So he sold his company. You ready for what he sold it for? $2 million. Now, in 1964, I was born in 65. Uh, I got to believe $2 million was a lot of money. Unlike today, it's not that much money. But he stayed on and remained as a spokesperson. You ready for this? Just 12 years later, in 1976, the colonel was ranked because of the world's, as the world's second most recognizable celebrity. In 1976, that's how successful he was. It's amazing how a person who started at age 65 when most retired, got all those no's, 1,009, finally got his first restaurant that someone believed in him, paid him a nickel for a piece of chicken, would have to package his seasoning so that no one knew what it was, built a worldwide empire, and within a few short years, became one of the most famous celebrities around. And to this day, when Colonel Sanders, people around the world, I've been to China, I've been to Russia, and guess what? China knows Colonel Sanders. You know who else knows? Russia knows Colonel Sanders. And I bet you there's a lot of other countries around the world that I've never been to who know very well Colonel Sanders. So why bring all this up? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we live in a time very much like what Harlan Sanders went through when he was 65 years old. A time where, boy, it seems like everything's going against you. A time that if you uh, have certain ideas that we've always had, now you're an idiot, you're a moron, right? we got to remember all tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for people of good conscience to remain silent. You know who said that? Thomas Jefferson. All tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for good people of good conscience to remain silent. You know, Lisa Kleipas, in a book called Sugar Daddy, put it this way. I like this. She said, many times in life, I've regretted the things I've said without thinking. But I've never regretted the things I said nearly as much as the words I left unspoken. Man, that's incredible. In the hearts of men lies both good and evil. The two coexist. Some men become good and others become evil. It is the way of this world. And this is really important to understand. Because ladies and gentlemen, I asked myself a while back, about a year ago, because I just got on social media. And I'm, a, I'm pretty aggressive on social media. I defend common sense. And I asked myself, God, is this okay? Should I be doing this? Is this dishonoring you? And you know what I heard? Now, I don't know if it was God who said it to me. It could have been my flesh. Uh, could have been the devil. Who knows? But you know what I heard in my head? You're not on social media. 
to change people's minds. No one's mind is being changed on social media. You're on social media to teach people how to fight. You're on social media to give people permission. Because my forte is leadership. And a few years back, God gave me a simple picture. He said that leadership is a loop, Black. You got to flex your pecs. It's P-E-C. Permission, example, and culture. See, a lot of people are afraid to be the first. A lot of people are afraid to go swim against the tide. And you see, we give people permission through our actions. When good people stay silent, other good people stay silent. But when good people speak up, it gives other good people permission to speak up. Then we got to be an example. A picture's worth a thousand words. People don't need another sermon. They don't need another blog. They don't need another podcast. People need an example. They need to know what they're supposed to be doing. And that's what Jesus says. I am the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. He said, listen, I'm your example. What you see me do, you do. And then the C. The C is so important. It's culture. And when you think of culture, I want you to think of environment. Remember, in the study of epigenetics, we've learned that we are technically a, a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the environment we live in today is called social media. The environment we live in today is woke. The environment we live in today is bass backwards. It's very demagoguery. And after the break, we're going to go in depth into that. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about take charge and make a change. I'm Black. We'll be right back. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Yes! 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 <laughs> well, Belushi never hurt anybody, right? I am black and you are back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're under construction. You know what that means, right? We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we call that lean manufacturing. We call it Six Sigma. We call it now Lean Sigma. We call it a lot of things. But it all comes from Dr. Deming's concept of constant and never-ending improvement. And that is what we're all doing. That's why you heard the saying that, that learning is a lifetime achievement. You know, we might go to school uh, for 12 years, then go to college, but learning is a lifetime. Remember, our brain is the one organ in our body. Uh, I don't have at the top of my head how many organs we have. We got a lot of them. But there's only one organ that doesn't have a lifespan. Think about that. Uh, you have so many beats in your heart. You have so many uh, breaths in your lungs. Uh, you know, you get your gallbladder removed, you get your appendix removed, you get all kinds of things removed, you get them all replaced. Uh, but your brain. Yeah, I don't know if they've ever replaced the brain. I don't know. And the brain has unlimited plasticity. It never has to grow old. It never has to deteriorate. It can stay as young and agile uh, as you want it to be. But again, watch for atrophy, right? And that's what this wrote, this radio show is about. It's against atrophy. We should have a big atrophy with a circle over and a line through it, right? Uh, no atrophy. And that's what I want this radio show to be. I want to challenge your thinking. I want to help you think. I want to push and promote critical thinking, creative thinking, uh, because we're, we're now told to shut up and don't think. We'll tell you what to believe. We'll tell you to get a jab. We'll tell you what we believe science says. And if you say science says something else, we're not interested in your science. opinion. And this, yeah, and this is what we got to do, ladies and gentlemen. We got to start speaking up, especially good people. You know, ever notice the bad people never have a problem speaking up. Uh, hateful, bitter, uh, racist, bigoted people like Maxine Waters, uh, like the BLM people, like Antifa. You know, Antifa is a protected organization. The biggest threat to this country, Biden says, is white Christians. You know, all those parents uh, at Loudoun County that wanted to protect their kids from being raped, that uh, wanted to protect their kids from being told that they're a victim because they're black or because they're evil, because they're white. You know, people wanting to stand up. Uh, and speak up, and basically told to sit down and shut up. We'll tell you what to think. We'll tell you what's right. We'll tell you we're a little bit better than you are. 
See, those people take office. Those people are funded by George Soros uh, and, and multimillion. I mean, you hate on somebody, you'll have all the money in the world. Uh, look at the, the two anti-Trump Republicans, uh, Cheney and then uh, Adam, I can't think of his name, from uh, um, Illinois, right? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Kinzinger, Adam Kinzinger, right? Boy, they have all the money in the world. Anybody notice? Uh, you know, uh, Cheney's breaking records. You know why? Because people like George Soros and all the liberals and all the haters of anything conservative are funding her campaign. They hated her until she hated Trump. And now my enemy of my enemy is my bestest friend, and I'll get as many millions of dollars as I can to that person so that they continue to be a thorn in my side to my enemy. Boy, no one's ever done that one before. Huh? That's a new one, isn't it? And so today we want to talk about, you know, taking charge. You've got to take charge. And you make change by taking charge because the bad people out there are running with it right now, man. The bad people out there are running with it. Uh, all tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for people of good conscience to remain silent. That's Thomas Jefferson. Why do you think they're censoring you? Why do you think they're calling you a racist if you speak up? Why do you think Winsome Sears, first black woman, the first woman period, elected as lieutenant governor in the state of Virginia, has a very racist past? She's not even uh, ca- talked about by the media. She's called a, a white supremacist. She's called a mountain. Now, here's a black woman from Jamaica who's now a white supremacist. That's what the bad people want you to believe, because they don't do the group think. You know, I remember the story called Burn Biscuits, uh, and it goes like this. When I, when I was a kid, my mom liked to make breakfast food for dinner. Every now and then, you know, to, to mix things up, she would have breakfast for, for, breakfast for dinner. And by the way, I love this, too. We do this at home every once in a while. We have breakfast for dinner. And the story goes that this uh, per- person telling the story remembered one night in particular uh, when mom had made breakfast after a long, hard day at work, but it was for dinner. So on that evening, so long ago, uh, this person's mom placed a plate of eggs, sausage, and extremely burned biscuits in front of her dad. And she's talked about, remember, waiting to see if anyone noticed. And this is her quote now. She says, all my de- dad did was reach for his biscuit, smile at her mom, and ask me how my day was at school. I don't remember what I told him that night, but I do remember watching him smear butter and jelly on that ugly, dark, burned biscuit. And you know what? He ate every bite of that thing. He never made a face nor uttered a word about it. When I got up from the table that evening, I remember hearing my mom apologize to my dad for burning the biscuits. And I'll never forget what my dad said. He said, honey, I love burned biscuits every now and then. Later that night, I went to kiss daddy goodnight, and I asked him if he really liked his biscuits burned. He wrapped me in his arms and said, your mom put in a hard day at work. She's really tired. And besides, a little burned biscuit never hurt anyone. And she goes on to say, as I've grown older, I've thought about how many times about those burnt biscuits. She goes on to say, life is full of imperfect things and imperfect people. I'm not the best at hardly anything. I forget birthdays and anniversaries just like everyone else. But what I've learned over the years is that learning to accept each other's faults and choosing to celebrate each other's differences is one of the most important keys to creating a healthy, growing, and lasting relationship. And she goes on to say, and that's my prayer for you today, 
that you will learn to take the good and the bad and the ugly parts of your life and lay them aside. We could extend this to any relationship. In fact, understanding is the basis of any relationship, be it husband, wife, parent, child, boss, employee, friend, friendship, right? Don't put the key to your happiness in someone else's pocket. Keep it in your own. And she closes by saying, so please, pass me a biscuit. And yes, the burned one will do just fine. <laughs> you know, this is about rule number one about being a leader. Rule number one about being a leader is not about you. Get off yourself. Get off yourself. And, you know, Robin Williams said it best. I used to think the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is to end up with people that make you feel all alone. And then he went on to say, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind always. And think about that. And so there's a lot of good people out there that don't want to ruffle the feathers. There's a lot of good people out there that don't want to be negative, that don't want to downplay, because people do struggle. Man's inhumanity, man is well documented. Absolutely well documented. I mean, uh, if you listen to this week's story time with Mr. Black about Hanoshi, Hanoshi was a racist. He hated white people. He bragged about being the greatest hater of white people in the Imperial Japanese Army. He was a racist. Of course, we don't talk about that because it's not the racism that we like to propagate here in America. We like to go on skin color here, but black against white. It's not uh, Latino. It's not Asian. Because if you look at all the figures on Asian, because we always compare white to black, and then the, it always seems like black people are, 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 don't have the same statistics. But you want to take a look at something? Compare Asians to white. And then the white people become like the black people. Our stats are way, way lower than those of Asians. So why don't we go off on Asian people? Because it's not about, it's about culture. It's about how people are brought up. Remember the study of epigenetics? Epigenetics says that we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And culture is the greatest environment there is. You know, the great, uh, great environment that we all live in, besides culture, and might even have more of an impact, is in our heads. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. Remember, we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day right? And so what we believe is what we tell ourselves over and over and over. What we believe is what we listen to over and over and over in our head. And when I tune in the voice in my head, I ask myself this question. Is that me? Is that God? Or is that the devil? Because only one of the three has any value, but in my head, they all sound like me. And in your head, they all sound like you. And so this is why the battles for the mind, the battles of the mind, the Bible tells us that, to transform your thinking, to not, do not conform to the thinking of this world, to hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ, to, uh, to guard your heart for all the issues of life uh, stem from it, um, focus only on things that are good and uh, positive and thoughtful and, and productive, right? Don't you hear it? God's telling you the battles in the mind. And this is why we're told by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. This is why if you look at Loudoun County now, you see what's going on. See, these Marxists and these haters uh, and these people who want to destroy America from within, like the Ilan Omars up there in Minnesota, um, they want to get our kids at a young age. 
That's why by the time a child is six years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. Dr. Adler tells us that. So this is why the, the, the push to get our kids early, to get them vaccinated early, right? Now they want to vaccinate them. Germany won't even vaccinate their kids because it's not proper. It's not healthy, right? But we want to teach our kids now. We send our kids now home and tell them to castrate themselves if they're male uh, so that they don't have that uh, toxic masculinity. We teach little kids that are white that they're evil. Little kids come home and ask their parents, am I evil? Why, why did God make me evil and made me white? Could you imagine you replacing any other skin color with that? And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And so we're going to cover after the break. I'm, the term I came found was demagogue. It's incredible. And the na- it's a noun. It's a political leader who seeks support by appealing to the desires and prejudices of ordinary people rather b- than by using rational argument. That's a, a gifted demagogue with particular skill in manipulating the press. Welcome to the world that we live in. Welcome to Joe Biden's America, full of demagogues. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. They're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. I find this scientifically fascinating. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And by the way, uh, I have two more chances for you to change your life in 2021. Uh, and then we're going to turn to 22. So I have two classes left for this year, Leadership Awakening. You can go to likeitmatters.net to check it out. Uh, next week, we will be in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, we have a class there. Uh, it starts Thursday, November 18th, the week before Thanksgiving. Uh, we got we only allowed 12 people in class. I think we're at 9 or 10. So I got two or three spots still open. Uh, and I'll tell you, whoever goes to that class will have the most incredible Thanksgiving they've ever had. You will be never have been more grateful than you will be if you go to that class. I Amen. Promise you. And then the last class of the year is December 9th through 11th. It's in Las Vegas, going back to my old uh, childhood stomping grounds. So a last class, December 9th through 11th in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, starts on a Thursday, ends on a Saturday. Uh, and I guarantee you, whoever's in that class will have the most incredible uh, holiday season they have ever had or had in decades. And again, you go to likeitmatters.net to read about that, but you got a chance. So before the break, I brought up this term demagogue, and I use it a lot, and I know it a lot, and I thought I knew what it was, but I really didn't know what it was. A demagogue, uh, a noun, a political leader who seeks support by appealing to the desires and prejudice of ordinary people rather than by using rational argument. Verb, rhetorically exploit an issue for political purposes in a way calculated to appeal to the desires and prejudices of ordinary people. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, all you got to do is look at this Kyle Rittenhouse uh, um, trial. Oh, my gosh. I was talking with John before we got on the radio. And I've just got little excerpts of it and follow recaps afterwards. And I've heard interviews and everything the prosecutors bring up, every witness they have, supports Kyle Rittenhouse defending himself. He was under attack. They were wanting to kill him. Uh, This was a young, ignorant kid who shouldn't have been there with a gun, absolutely, who had that gun to defend himself. Other people pointing guns at him. Other people saying they're going to kill him. A riot. Have you not seen what BLM does to people? BLM kills cops. BLM kills people. BLM burns down buildings. Have you not been seen Antifa? It was just, I think, up in Boston or whatever it was. I, I mean, they're brutal. They're evil. And yet no one's going to jail. No one's staying in jail from Antifa and BLM. If you want to go to jail and stay in jail, you have to be a white patriot that happened to be in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. You want to look them up? See how they're being abused. See how they're being locked up for non-felonies. There still are people been in jail for months and have not been convicted of anything yet. Silence. But yet if you're Antifa or BLM because you come from the bit of righteousness because you're a poor victim, right? And all they were doing, there was a anti-vax 
demonstration. But Antifa shows up because Antifa has become the brown shirts of the Democratic Party. Look it up. This is not just uh, something crazy I'm saying. Look it up. Your Democrats will tell you Antifa doesn't exist. Antifa and CRT, they don't yeah. really exist. They're like the boogeyman. They're like Santa Claus. They're like the Easter Bunny. Isn't amazing how Antifa doesn't exist? The Democrats tell you it's more of a concept. And is it amazing how CRT doesn't exist? And yet on the Virginia Education Department's website in Minnesota, they talk about how they use critical race theory for Oops. equity, for racial equity. This is what you call demagogue. This is what it is. And by the way, I got this from Wikipedia. I'm going to read something to you. I'm not a fan of Wikipedia. I think it's uh, silly. But wow, did they give me a show today. So this is what Wikipedia says about demagogue. A demagogue, from the Greek word, a popular leader, a leader of a mob, people, populist, commons, is a political leader in a democracy who gains popularity, listen, by arousing the common people against elites especially through oratory that whips up the passions of the crowd, appealing to emotion by scapegoating outgroups, exaggerating dangers to stoke fears, lying for emotional effect or for other rhetoric rhetoric that tends to drown out reason, deliberation, and encourage fanatical popularity. Demagogues overturn established norms of political conduct or promise, or promise to threaten to do so. That's what you're seeing. But the difference is it's flipped. It's now the ruling elite that's become the demagogues. Remember, this was to, to go against the ruling elite. Now it's your ruling elite, the Bidens who've been in office for 50 years, the Clintons who have made hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, bilging the American people. Historian Richard Luthen defined demagogue as a politician skilled in oratory, flattery, and invective, evasive in discussing vital issues, promising everything to everybody, appealing to the passions rather than the reason of the public, and arousing racial, religious, and class prejudices. A man whose lust for power without recourse to principle leads him to seek to become a master of the masses. You don't see this? Dr. Fauci, you don't see this, uh, the, the governors of New York and Michigan and New Jersey, you don't, of Maryland, you don't see this uh, in, in Massachusetts. It's stunning. He has uh, a man who seeks to become a master of the masses. He has for centuries practiced his profession of a man of the people, Joe Biden, right? He's a decent man, a man of the people. I rode Amtrak every day, used to drive it myself. One time there was no one around, so I drove the whole thing myself and stayed the whole day and let everybody off on their trips. Of course, that's not true, and he didn't say it, but he makes up stuff every day. He's a product of political tradition, Joe Biden, as old as Western civilians itself. Joe Biden, Western civilization as old, that's Joe Biden. Demagogues have appeared in democracy since ancient Athens. Listen, they exploit a fundamental weakness in democracy because ultimate power is held by the people. It is possible for the people to give that power to someone who appeals to, listen, the lowest common denominator of a large segment of population. This is why they got to keep black people on the plantation. This is why they got to have black people be victimized because every victim needs a savior. And now you can have BLM and Antifa that destroy people, that kill people, that right, and they don't really exist. It's just a thought. But those white 
patriots, that grandma in Washington, D.C., who is saying, hey, it's not fair that we have election fraud, uh, and she's thrown in jail for six months. But Antifa, BLM, they can kill cops, burn down places, kill people, and they're out no cash bail bond the same day. But, but not uh, a white conservative, because they are the biggest threat to America today. That's some, And by the way, the very last things, it's so uh, powerful. One of the very last things it says is this. Demagogues have usually advocated immediate forceful action to address a crisis while accusing moderate and thoughtful opponents of weakness or disloyalty. Many demagogues elected to high office have unraveled constitutional limits on executive power and tried to convert their democracy into dictatorships, sometimes successfully. And you ready for this? The last thing it says, not to be confused with demigod. And it is. A demagogue, in the strict signification of the word, is a leader of the rabble. That was from James Cooper on demagogues in 1838. And ready for this one? This is from Dionysius. This was written in the Antiquities of Rome in 20 BC. Ready what he said? The shortest way to ruin a country is to give power to demagogues. And you know what? They go through characters. I might do an entire show tomorrow on this thing called demagogues because they list eight patterns, eight ways they do it. And the number one is scapegoating. The most fundamental demagogue technique is scapegoating. And it's fascinating because everybody's scapegoating. Why does this matter? American Medical Association pushes pro-critical race theory materials and health equity guidelines. So the AMA recently released a guide on advancing health equity that promotes how to fight for critical race theory. Remember, it doesn't exist but the MA has it on his website, to fight for critical race theory, including a list of words not to say. Ready for this? Equity-focused alternatives is what they're focusing on. Criticizes the words meritocracy, criticizes individualism, and criticizes free market. How about this one? Professor says grading system is racist, proposes labor-based system, white language supremacy. A professor at Arizona State University is calling for the end to, quote, white supremacy language and to do away with a common way of grading papers in favor of labor-based grading that will redistribute power. White language supremacy is writing classroom in, in writing classrooms is due to the uneven and diverse linguistic legacies that everyone inherits and the racialized white discourses that are used as standards. Isn't that amazing? How about this one? Public school stages drone camp for students. White kids not welcome in Pennsylvania. Ready for that? How about this one? More than 200 universities. 200 universities facilitate segregation among students of color. Amazing. And then, of course, we all know one of the largest investment firms will need permission to hire white men. Demagoguery. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. I'm beginning to smell a big, fat, commie rat. Yeah, obviously. Maybe this is you, too. A lot of people do not like their health plan right now, and they're worried they're stuck with it. One that costs too much or doesn't meet their needs or for whatever reason, they're just not happy with it. If that is you, some great news. There really is another choice. It's called MediShare, and it's such a great option, especially if you're self-employed, changing jobs, or part of the gig economy. Here's what you get when you switch to MediShare. 
First huge savings. The typical family saves $500 a month. You also get a massive doctor network. You can just use the doctor of your choice or MediShare's free 24-7 telehealth option. And you get to be part of something you can believe in. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. No wonder MediShare gets double the customer satisfaction ratings compared with typical health insurance. So no, you are not stuck. You've got a great alternative. Call now. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Ringing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.